Welcome to Straight Up Small Business, the podcast for startup and scaling up entrepreneurs who are ready to take their business to the next level of profit. I'm Beck Buchanan, an accountant turned virtual bookkeeping business owner. I'm super passionate about small business and helping entrepreneurs fall in love with their numbers in order to achieve their goals. If you ever feel confused, unsure, or overwhelmed about the financial side of your business, then you've come to the right place. This podcast covers bookkeeping, finance, and small business topics discussed in a straight-up way. My goal for each bite-sized episode is to inform and inspire you to make the next best decision in your business, backed by financial know-how, so you can create the business of your dreams. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes, and let's dive in. Before we kick off, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the Bundjalung Nation whose country I am on while recording this episode. I respect their elders from the past, present and those emerging as the traditional custodians of this beautiful land. So wherever you're listening to this today, I acknowledge the lands on which you are and those First Nations people who lived and worked there for over 70,000 years. Hello and welcome to Straight Up Small Business. Thank you so much for joining me here today. We're up to episode 21 and today I want to let you in on five things that I'm doing in my business life before 30 June. Now why is 30 June so important? You may wonder, probably not if you've been listening to me for a while, you will be well aware why it's an important date. But for those that don't know, this is the end of financial year, which is the line in the date sand if you will, for tax purposes. The Australian financial year is 1 July to 30 June, so your business profit or loss spans those dates, and it follows that whatever your business profit or loss position is at 30 June is the amount you pay tax on, or don't pay tax on, should it be the case that you've made a loss. So if you're trying to achieve a particular tax outcome, you need to be acting on this on or before 30 June. Any income or expense transacted after that date will fall into the next financial year. Now, the things I'm going to share are just my particular actions. They do not constitute advice for you to go and do the same. But the reason I thought it might be interesting for me to share my personal actions is because I've read a few generic emails from tax accountants to our clients over the last few weeks, and I've also read some articles in the newspaper around superannuation. And I feel like these uh, generic pieces of instruction can leave the reader feeling a little bit confused about how to apply the theory to themselves on a practical level. And perhaps me sharing what I'm doing might prove useful. So here we go. But please note that my business is a company structure, which is different from a sole trader structure for tax purposes. So what applies in my case may not be what applies in your case. Please just keep that in mind. Okay, number one action that I'm taking is to pay expenses that are due or in some cases paying for expenses that are in advance. This is in order to reduce my taxable income for my company. I'm paying for expenses this month rather than waiting until July. These include buying a new phone, which cost me about $2,000, where thanks to the depreciation rules in place at the moment, I'm able to fully expense that $2,000 upfront rather than depreciating my phone over several years. I've also made a tax deductible donation to a charity that I care about. I've done an office works haul for stationery and printing supplies that I needed. 
I've ensured that all bills I have from suppliers are paid and up to date so that the expense falls in this financial year. And I've also paid for some expenses that aren't due, but I'm able to pay for them now as a yearly fee and take the tax deduction in this year rather than next year. So in my case, this was my Kajabi subscription and my Ignition annual membership. Please note, though, that I would never go and buy things I didn't need just to save some tax dollars. Buying assets and paying for expenses impacts cash flow as you still have to buy the goods. Given the company tax rate is 25%, all paying for these items now rather than in the next financial year does is save me 25 cents in the dollar by reducing my taxable income. Please note that doing these actions in a sole trader structure would have the impact of reducing the entity's taxable income, but sole traders pay taxes based on the personal tax rates, so the tax benefits would differ depending on the personal tax rate of the sole trader rather than applying a blanket rate of 25%, such is the case for a company like mine. The second action I've taken is to pay myself a bonus. I'm an employee of my company and it follows that my salary is an expense in my business. I paid myself a bonus this month for two reasons. Number one is because I deserve it. I've worked really hard and I've grown the business immensely this year. So yeah, the bonus is recognition to myself for all that I have done this year, which is great. But the number two reason is because it reduces the profit of my company by creating an expense equal to the amount of the bonus and the superannuation associated with it. I've been paying myself pretty conservatively this year as we built out the team, but now I can reflect and assess cash flow and make an informed decision about giving myself an extra award this month, keeping in mind though that my personal tax rate will change if I push myself into the next tax bracket with this bonus. The third action I have taken is to pay super before the due date. So I operate, as you know, under a company structure and I have staff of which I am one. Now June super, sorry, June quarter, I should say super payments for staff are due on the 28th of July. However, in order to claim the super payments for this quarter as a tax deduction this financial year, I have already paid this quarter's super. On that note, always keep in mind that it takes a few days, or many days actually, for super payments to process through the super clearing houses and make it to the superannuation funds by the due date. And please keep front of mind that super increases from 10% to 10.5% from 1 July. So if you opt to pay super after 30 June, then know that you will be paying 10.5% super for staff rather than the current 10%. Now, let me get a little bit more specific with some actions I've taken regarding my super. I set up for my company to make a reportable super contribution to my super fund in order to claim a deduction within the company and also to boost my super savings. So this contribution was in addition to the usual fortnightly super payments that I earn as an employee of my company. And on a personal level, my husband and I are contributing an amount into our super funds, which we're entitled to do. 
But when doing this, and this is what sole traders need to do if they're paying themselves super because they're not employees of their entity, uh, you need to submit what's called an intent to claim form to your super fund, which tells the fund that these contributions need to be considered as a tax deduction in your tax return so that you get the maximum tax benefits of making these contributions. You can find such a form via just doing a simple Google search. The ATO has a form, but you can also get one from your super fund. And please note that the form needs to be sent to the super fund, not to the ATO. The fourth action that I am doing leading into 30 June is to chase up any age receivables in my business. Now, this is more of a housekeeping action rather than something that I'm doing to help my tax outcome. But as part of my year-end housekeeping activities in my business, I'm looking at invoices that are long overdue and I'm asking my clients to pay them. I don't have many because most of my business is retainer-based, but I don't want to have any overdue invoices full stop. If I've done the work, then I deserve to be paid. And it's always awkward chasing up unpaid invoices months after the fact. So I use end of financial year as a good time to clean up my accounts and clean up my zero file as I head into next year. The fifth action I am taking is to reflect on this year's financial results and set a plan for next financial year. I spent some time last weekend looking at my company's results this financial year reflecting on them and then setting goals that take the business a little bit further next year. And once you get started with this sort of activity, it's pretty fun and a little bit addictive. So much so I ended up finalizing my 2022-23 budget and uploading it to zero last night ready for 1 July. I feel crystal clear on what I'm aiming for next financial year and here are some of the things that I've put in the budget. I gave myself a pay rise. I checked this worked in the cash flow and was happy to learn that I can afford to pay myself more starting 1 July. I earmarked bonuses for the team to be paid in September and have budgeted for these and ensured that they also work in the cash flow forecast. I've committed to 5K in training, 3K in advertising because I thought I might dabble in Facebook ads for a few months. And I've also allowed 3K for me to travel to Sydney a couple of times to see my team and some clients that we have there. And beyond these extraordinary items, I don't really foresee any other significant expenses happening in my business, which feels really comforting. I've also given myself a stretch revenue goal of $35,000, which I'm not sure where that money's going to come from, but I've chunked that amount down uh, across 12 months and I'm going to try and commit to earning a couple of thousand dollars each month towards that goal and see where I end up. In a nutshell, I feel really clear on what happened in my business this financial year and also about what I'm targeting next financial year. And beyond the stretch revenue I mentioned, my budget is rock solid and I know the path to follow, which feels great. That brings me to the end of this little episode. To recap, the five things I did or am doing this month are paying expenses that are due or in some cases in advance, paying myself a bonus. I've paid my company super before the due date, including an extra super contribution to myself through the company. And I've made a personal contribution to my super fund, fund sorry, and lodged an intent to claim form with my fund. I've chased up age receivables so that I can make sure I start the new financial year with maximum cash flow and a fresh looking zero file. And I've reflected on the financial year that was and set a financial budget for the next financial year, which starts in less than two weeks. Now, remember, I operate under a company structure, which is different to other business structures. And therefore, what I've done may not be completely relevant for you. But I do hope that this gives you a bit of an idea of things that people do leading into 30 June. 
If you want some specific tax time tips, please go back and listen to my Straight Up Tax Talk episode with Diana Todd, which I released a couple of weeks ago. Thank you for lending me your ear today. Have a wonderful week and I'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, I'd be so grateful if you left a review. If you're not already, please connect with me on Instagram. My handle is straight up underscore bookkeeping. And if you'd like to know more about how I can help you be successful in running your small business, please check out my website, straightupbookkeeping.com.au for details around my signature bookkeeping and zero course, Bookkeeping It Real, and also my done for you bookkeeping services. Thanks again and see you next week.